Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, or welcome to another episode of Warden's Wisdom. I'm your host, Jimmy Warden. On today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about FOPO. Now, it's a little bit different than FOMO, uh, whereas FOMO is fear of missing out, whereas FOPO would be fear of people's opinions. Now, the episode is going to be really insightful as to why it exists, uh, what it might look like in real life, and also how we can try to manage it a little bit better. So if you're a person who often fears people's opinions, this podcast is for you. So without further ado, we will jump right into the episode. But before we do that, we'll take a quick word from our sponsors. That way you folks can have an ad-free experience. So I want to start this episode with a little story. So it was a bit past 9 p.m. on a Saturday night. July 10th to be exact, when my heart rate started to accelerate. I wasn't doing anything physically active, I was merely waiting on a moment. A moment that I had imagined in my head before, but now it was actually coming to fruition. And this moment was performing live poetry in front of an in-person audience. Not only was my heart racing, but my stomach was doing acrobatic somersaults, and I was thinking of ways to escape from where I was. I was sitting in a bar with my girlfriend and we were getting ready to watch our band's our friend's band, excuse me, <clears throat> put on a terrific performance. There wasn't anything extremely new about that experience. However, there was something new about this specific one. And that specific difference was that I would be doing an introductory poem for the band and I was scared to the point where I thought I was going to have a bowel movement. Now I apologize for the graphic image. Um, I was just trying to paint a picture here. Now, sure enough, right before they started at 9.30, they waved me up to the stage to kick the night off. My heart felt like it was pounding out of its chest. I felt a lump in my throat as it started to dry up, and I could see the crowd of people in front of me. I wasn't sure if I would be able to actually do it and follow through, but I took a deep breath and I started to speak into the microphone in front of me. Soon enough... I just kind of got into what they might call a flow state where everything around me I didn't really hear. I was just so focused on my reading that nothing else really mattered. And it was almost like I was having an out-of-body experience. But the reason why there was so much anxiety and so much fear in this buildup was because of FOPO, fear of people's opinions. I first learned about FOPO from sport and performance psychologist Michael Gervais through his insightful and informative podcast, Finding Mastery. He discussed how we have fears that are rooted in our self-esteem, and when our self-esteem is put in jeopardy, we experience fear in the form of inadequacy. This might feel like not making a roster as an athlete, this might be buying the wrong item at the market for your partner, or in my case with the live performance, it might feel like getting no response or a negative response from the crowd. In each respective example, the person engaging in a task has an ideal outcome that is going to bring themselves and other people's value, but it is vital to their self-esteem that they deliver that outcome. There is a high potential that it doesn't go completely as planned, and this is when FOPO comes to the surface. We fear that if we don't deliver, we will no longer be needed, and that we will no longer matter in the world. This fear can be crippling because of what's at stake. Our sense of self-worth, our value that we believe we bring to the world, our ability to bond and connect with others, 
and the value that we want others to see in us. Let's imagine that that athlete didn't make the roster. Fans of that sport could potentially label that athlete a bust, essentially stating that the athlete did not live up to their potential and are therefore unneeded. Despite their high level of talent, others are rendering them useless. Let's now imagine we make a quick trip to the grocery store and buy 2% milk instead of 1% milk, and our partner states that we have no memory. With that, they are taking a big swing at our sense of self-worth. And with my own example, I was worried about the responses, or lack thereof, of the crowd that was standing and sitting before me because I felt my poems were valuable, but I wasn't sure about what others thought of them. Now, a great question to ask is, why does FOPO exist? Weirdly enough, FOPO has actually been around much longer than we're probably aware of. Considering it is rooted in self-esteem, that means that it is also rooted in value. If one has high self-esteem, they generally believe that their life holds a lot of value. With that said, there is also a part of our brain, specifically the amygdala, that tracks our social status within a specific hierarchy. The main reason that we track where we are in a social hierarchy is to figure out where we fit into a group and what value we have within that group. Not only that, but we also try to predict relevant behaviors that are accepted by the group. This is why peer pressure exists and why people often succumb to it. We would rather be accepted than be cast out on an island, so we're willing to sacrifice some sense of ourselves to make sure we're part of a social group. There was also a study led by Anne, or excuse me, Mary Ann Noonan that showed macaques, too, have similar activity happening in their brains. They found that the more subordinate the macaque was, the stronger connections they had between the brain regions that correlate to dominance. These findings suggest that while the animals are at rest, they can determine social status and that their sense of self and even awareness comes from introspection about social reasoning. They realized that they were not the highest in their dominance chain, but they still wanted a part in it, so they decided to be more subordinate. In terms of how this relates to FOPO, we fear other people's opinions because we feel that we'll be lowered in the pecking order of a group. We are social creatures that yearn for status to validate our value, even if that means that we're not at the top of that order. Like the macaques, we're willing to be complacent just so that we can have a spot on the team. Because if we were to challenge the dominance hierarchy and fail, there's a high likelihood that we'd be ostracized from that group. So now let's bring it back to those previous examples of people experiencing FOPO. For the athlete, they may or may not continue their career based on the fact that their social group, in this case a fan base, feels that their status is not what it should be. For the partner that brought back the wrong milk, they may go back to the store and get the kind that they should have in the first place. As for me, I may or may not have continued to read that night based on the crowd. All of us in an effort to preserve our position within the sacred social hierarchy. Another great question to ask is how can I manage FOPO? First, it's important that you acknowledge that FOPO exists. Unless you're a complete narcissist and truly don't care about others, this is something that you'll have to live with every day. FOPO, that is. If you're constantly in denial of it, it will creep up and possibly take you out at the time that you least need it to. Therefore, step one is to acknowledge the fact that it's there and it has to be dealt with appropriately. Second, it's crucial to understand that other people's opinions are just that. Sure, opinions may hold some clout in regards to that higher, the social hierarchy, but they are not definitive. 
Just because someone says you suck today doesn't mean they won't be praising you next week for a job well done. It's all about taking the opinions in stride, determining whether those opinions hold value, and acting on them appropriately. In sum, if an opinion holds some truth, we can make a change to improve ourselves. If an opinion is coming from a place of envy, jealousy, or meanness, it might be time to find another social group. The same can be said for our own opinions about ourselves. The reason I say this is because we often judge our past and future selves quite critically. Essentially, we're fearing our own inadequacies. This correlates with the idea of FOPO because of its orientation with the future. We are often afraid of what we think we won't be able to do in our future, and this can lead us into spirals of anxiety. The challenge is that these fears seem so vivid in our minds, but they have yet to manifest into anything physical. When we perpetually worry that we won't become who we want to become, it will be too difficult to take any action, and will never fulfill the outcome that we desire. But lastly, it's up to us as to whether or not we agree with what others think or say about us, or whether we agree with our own anxieties. Oftentimes we get caught up in so-and-so made me feel a certain way because they did a certain something, when in reality we are responsible for our own emotional well-being. The same can be said for when we engage in that spiral thought pattern. We can continue to think that the universe is conspiring against us, or that the actions that we have to take are too daunting, or we can choose to approach those thoughts differently. We have the choice whether or not to take opinions or personal thoughts to heart. We have the choice to agree with what was said or disagree with what was said. We have the choice to agree with our fearful thoughts or merely acknowledge that the fact is they are only thoughts. Each time that we do, we are casting a positive or negative vote on our self-esteem. So the choice is ours. So thanks for listening to my thoughts on FOPO, fear of other people's opinions. I hope that you had some insightful takeaways from this, and I hope that you can use some of the discussion points to help you in your own personal life if you're someone that fears other people's opinions. Just know that you're not the only person in that battle if you are. So thank you again for listening and taking the time out of your day to do just that. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. Not only that, if this is a podcast that resonated with you, please feel free to give us a positive rating and a little bit of a justification as to why you gave that positive rating. That would be another great way to support the podcast. And finally, you can find us at wardens-wisdom.com for access to all of these podcasts as well as other insightful blog posts and poetry. So thank you very much, folks, and I'm looking forward to checking in with you soon.